I am going to talk about um, beauty and women. Okay, I'm going to go to my sister's room. accent so if you don't get what i'm saying i'm so sorry okay so every girl every woman that i've met in my lifetime no matter how extraordinary or self-possessed they almost really suit themselves to this idea of beauty and it's constantly changing you know but according to the male appetite so it's not a social construct because it has absolutely everything to do with the male gaze and what women do they they advertise themselves to this to this male gaze by by promoting the ideals of what is attractive or what it isn't or what it isn't and they do this by actively chasing I'm not saying like it's in no shape or form the fault of women you know because in a world where men are in the center, like they have no choice but to like, I mean, you can't help yourself because you know that in a world where men are at the center of the world, it can only make your life easier. It's made me bitter and confused because I can't help but along with everyone else want to chase it too. I think that, in a way, the concept of beauty is in part responsible for our glass ceiling, in the sense that we can't get rid of our internal misogynism that categorizes us as objects of sexual gratification and not as actual people. And I always say this, you know, and I hope I took my own advice or whatever, but like, every feature in our face and in our body is for our survival as an organism. We should be we should be satisfied with that simple fact. That it exists. We should be happy that it exists. You know, but uh, I don't wanna sound like cliche or anything, but be grateful with what you have, you know. It has never it does it just it does not exist for aesthetic purposes. Beauty has literally been used as an entire market that literally weaponizes women. So I don't believe cosmetic surgery or alterations are self-liberating because they're done in order to satisfy a misogynistic male gaze that reduces us to appearances. You know, it, it flummoxes me that, that in this day and age of such self-awareness and almost radical feminism, Cosmetic surgery and alterations are at its peak. I think it's it's just evidence for this falsification of wokeness in our society, you know? Because it exists. It's like it's it's like it's so the the beauty is so obviously like like a concept that is so It's just like, it's such a, it's like the concept was like made with such malicious 
intent. And I feel like just with that fact that like every form of systematic oppression is still pretty much present and there are areas that people just turn a blind eye to and woke culture is acts as a veil, you know. So many girls my age suffer with eating disorders and body dysphoria. So it must be normalized. And I don't simply think it's like, it's like, you know, they, they blame it on the media. You know, but beauty has always been everywhere. Magazines, TV, you know, everywhere. Even in social groups, ideas of beauty are promoted. You know, the reason for this like repetitive response from adults is arguably due to the changing definitions of mental health. You know, and also the conversation of mental health is so much more present. It's led to the illusion, you know, for adults that teenagers now suffer with mental health problems more. You know, when in reality, due to our present um, extended knowledge of mental health, it has become easier to recognize it. You know, and like, it's true like my mother, like I suffered from depression when I was really young. You know, and my parents weren't able to, like, recognize it. You know, they didn't understand what it was. Or, like, they just didn't believe in mental health. But now, you know, like, like they do. Because it's everywhere. It's in the news, you know, especially, especially with the lockdown and everything. It's almost, like, hard to ignore it, you know. Not everyone has mental health, even though you don't suffer from mental health problems or illnesses. Mental health is very present. 